Good morning, Alex and friends. I'm Grace. Today is Friday, October 20th, 2023, and you're listening to Alex's News. We're starting with a high of 93.3 degrees and a low of 71.4 in Riverside on this day, October 20th, 2023. Now let's give you a snapshot of the headlines we'll be diving into. First, we're going to examine the implications of U.S. Treasury bond yields hitting their highest level since 2007 and how this has rattled bond investors. Next, we'll discuss China's move to implement export permits for graphite products and why this could shake up the global supply chain and prices. And finally, we'll delve into some tech news. X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, is set to introduce new premium subscription tiers, a development announced by none other than Elon Musk. Stay tuned for all of this right here on Alex's News. Good morning. Today we start off with a significant story surrounding the U.S. debt market that affects everything from global investing to personal finance. Our own Ethan has all the details. Thanks for joining us, Ethan. So, what's the current situation? Thanks for having me, Grace. According to the Wall Street Journal, U.S. Treasury bond yields have reached a level not seen since 2007. This movement has caused a certain level of anxiety amongst bond investors, leading to some significant downturn in the bond market. Let's get into the specifics. You mentioned the term premium earlier. What exactly does this mean, and why is it causing concerns? Well, Grace, the term premium is essentially a calculation showing the extra compensation investors expect to receive for the risk of holding longer-term bonds. However, these higher interest rates and tightening financial conditions have brought the usefulness of the term premium into question. What kind of implications could this surge in bond yields bring for everyday consumers? Great question. Blackstone, a top-tier investment firm, is warning that this may affect consumers through higher borrowing costs. This could make financing for homes or vehicle purchases more expensive, potentially impacting consumer spending and exerting more pressure on the economy. It seems that international factors are playing quite a significant role in this situation, isn't it? Absolutely, Grace. There's been a notable sell-off of U.S. stocks and bonds by Chinese investors due to pressures to stabilize their currency amidst trade tensions with the U.S. Additionally, there are potential concerns in the U.K. surrounding private credit risk for insurers, and in Italy, there's disagreement over plans to ease the process for companies to repurchase impaired loans. I understand that more than 50,000 companies in the EU are due to report on their climate impact. Could this influence the debt market as well? Absolutely. This increase in transparency could lead investors to consider environmental, social, and governance, or ESG factors, more prominently in their investment decisions, adding another layer of complexity to the market. And how about the situation in Argentina, with its reliance on a Chinese credit line? It could be risky, as it increases Argentina's debt exposure. This heavy reliance on external financing could potentially expose the country to more significant risks. So, where do we go from here, Ethan? Well, Grace, as always, the situation is fluid. While we're seeing tightened financial conditions, global trade tensions, and a shift towards ESG-focused investing, it isn't easy to predict precisely how things will evolve. All market participants should indeed be keeping a close eye on these factors. Indeed, a crucial story that's still developing. Thanks for your insights, Ethan.
Let's turn our attention to the latest moves from China pertaining to their industrial practices. Chloe, can you explain the situation to us in detail? Absolutely, Grace. China has introduced new measures that require exporters to seek permits before they can ship high-purity synthetic graphite material, natural flake graphite, and their products. It's a move to control supplies of minerals deemed critical and to ensure the security and stability of the global supply chain. These export permits will be effective from December 1st. Interesting. So what are some key points we need to consider here? An essential point to take note of is that China refines over 90% of the world's graphite into the material that's used in EV battery anodes. This places China at a critical juncture in the global supply chain. While China maintains that the restrictions aren't targeting specific countries, it's undeniable that top buyers of Chinese graphite, such as Japan, America, India, and South Korea, will be affected. South Korean companies, in particular, could be heavily impacted as they rely significantly on graphite imports from China. Can we expect any implications or consequences for these key buyers? Potentially, yes. If heavily reliant companies like those in South Korea can't get as much graphite due to these restrictions, they could face increased costs, creating a cost burden. Additionally, China's move has led to a rise in shares of the country's new energy vehicle and battery manufacturing companies. As for the global graphite market, it might be disrupted, leading to an uptick in graphite prices. Are we noticing any peculiarities or factors related to graphite production in China? China's approach to graphite production has seen a major shift in recent years. They've been reducing natural graphite mining to protect the environment and focusing more on synthetic graphite production, which now accounts for 70% of their output. This is primarily driven by environmental concerns and the growing demand for EV batteries. What has been the response from other countries? Well, the response has been mixed. Japan has expressed concerns about China's new measures and plans to inquire about the operational policies. It's still unclear how other countries will react and whether they'll look into diversifying their graphite supplies to reduce dependence on Chinese exports. Before we wrap up, could you recap the significance of these measures? Certainly. China's new restriction on graphite product exports is targeted at protecting national security and controlling supplies of critical minerals. It comes amidst increasing international pressure over China's industrial practices. While the short-term impact on the graphite market remains uncertain, it will likely disrupt the global supply chain and potentially increase prices. However, it also exhibits China's commitment towards environmental protection and accommodating the rising demand for graphite in EV batteries. A big story indeed. Thanks for breaking that down for us, Chloe. My pleasure, Grace. Happy to help. Moving on to our last story of the day, Elon Musk, the owner of the social media platform X, previously known as Twitter, has made some eye-catching announcements. To delve deeper, we have our specialist correspondent, Ethan. Ethan, can you shed some light on these developments? Certainly, Grace. It appears that Musk is introducing two new tiers of premium subscriptions for X, according to reports from several prominent outlets including the Edge Communications, Reuters, and TechCrunch. The first tier will be cheaper but won't remove ads, while the second, pricier tier will offer an ad-free experience. It seems Musk is experimenting with different revenue streams. Could you elaborate on this? Absolutely. Following Musk's takeover, X apparently experienced a decline in ad revenue. To remedy this, Musk introduced a blue check subscription service at $8 a month and even offered discounts to advertisers to draw them back. 
By introducing these new premium tiers, X hopes to increase subscriber revenue. These new subscription tiers aren't the only changes Musk made, correct? Right, Grace. X has been undergoing substantial transitions under Musk's stewardship, which has also included mass layoffs and disbanding content moderation teams. Such actions have led to advertisers pulling their ad campaigns, adding to X's ad revenue woes. I understand X also conducted an interesting test in New Zealand and the Philippines. Could you tell us more? Indeed. X imposed a $1 fee on new users in these two countries. The move restricted non-subscribing users to read-only activities such as viewing posts and following accounts. It's seen as a way to combat spam and bot activity. That's quite a gamut of changes. Without explicit details, can you give any insight into what implications these might have for the average user and for X itself? Unfortunately, specific details about these premium subscriptions pricing and additional features have not been disclosed. But based on existing information, the average user might face a choice between a cheaper, ad-accompanied experience or a pricier, ad-free version. As for X, the changes come with significant risks, given the potential for user disengagement and uncertainty around advertiser response to the platform's various transformations. With these shifts in direction, do you foresee any peculiarities or related factors that might have a bearing on these events? The key thing to watch here is how these changes impact both user engagement and the overall appeal of X to both existing and potential advertisers. The risk of alienating a user base and advertising partners while trying to increase revenue is certainly a balancing act. A fascinating situation to watch indeed. Thank you for the comprehensive analysis, Ethan. My pleasure, Grace. That's all we have for now. Today's episode was made by Alexander King with GPT-4, GPT-3.5 Turbo, the 11 Labs Text-to-Speech API, and the Google Cloud Text-to-Speech API. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow, Alex.